the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. We hear in our gospel Jesus talking about the law as being a yoke. But he's using a different sort of story talking about a farm instrument. When I was in seminary, I went to Guatemala to study Spanish. I wanted to be able to preach in Spanish, but the language I learned on the border, the Tex-Mex, wasn't really the kind of language you used in sermons. So I went for an immersion program, and there I saw the very real burden of trying to appease God or the gods through sacrificial systems that were more like what was happening in Jesus' day. You see, the Mayan people there would buy different colored candles based on the issues that they were struggling with. Green for money problems, yellow for relationship, red for love problems. And they would give a contribution of cigarettes or whiskey to the curandero where they went on Friday evenings to make their sacrifices to the Mayan gods. Then on Saturday, they would go to the Catholic Church and light the candles to the saints, trying to cover all their bases. They were under the very weight of the law, trying to buy their way out, trying on their own efforts to find freedom. But the beautiful and astonishing good news of today's gospel is that God has already provided a way out in which you and I and all of humanity can be free from the oppression of sin and its weight and the weight of the law. My hope is, is that you'll see today that, and embrace the liberty that we've been given through Christ and that you will actually find rest for your soul. See, in Matthew, Jesus appeals to those who experience life as one unending chore. And he offers rest and refreshment. He says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Man's payment system always falls short of God's provision through Jesus Christ. So maybe you haven't been on a farm, or I know some of you have farms, but here's a picture of a yoke. It's a long piece of wood with some hooks on it that is designed to link two animals to share a burden so that together they can have more strength than on their own. The bar or frame is attached to the heads or the necks of these two work animals, such as oxen, so that they can pull a plow or heavy load together. In Bible times, this was a wooden frame 
that added to a single or multiple oxen or horses enabled them to pull more than their weight in either uh, people that they were pulling or other things. It was designed to limit the animal's movement to moving in the same direction and therefore dispersing the load between them. The yoke upon the animal meant that work was on its way. It meant there was a load to be moved, whether it was a cart for people or goods or just pulling the plow through the dirt. It was heavy and burdensome on the animals. In that day, the law of Moses was known also as a yoke to be kept, to be bridled with. It meant to guide God's people in the way. However, it had become burdensome as well. You see, the Mosaic law, within it, there were over 600 laws the Jews were required to follow. And on top of these 600, we have 10. Can you, you 10 commandments? 600? Yikes, right? On top of these laws that were so numerous, that hardly anybody could possibly keep them straight. The Pharisees and the Sadducees added extra little tidbits that made it even harder to follow. And the very ironic thing is that not even the Pharisees and the Sadducees could keep up with all of them. Yet, as the religious professionals of the day, while they couldn't fulfill their, the duties and the extracurricular things that were lined out in these laws, they required this of the average person, held them to a standard way beyond even their own. So that when a person did not meet the criteria for something, they came down on them. An example is during Passover, a common every year service that they participated in. Families would travel many, many miles, even days to come to the temple for Passover. And they were required to bring a sacrifice. Now, depending on the distance of their travel, some brought their own animal for sacrifice. While others looked for a sacrificial animal once they arrived in Jerusalem, and this is where we come to Jesus telling the Pharisees that they were making his father's house a den of thieves. Because you see, after carrying their animals all this distance through their travels, they would often be told it was an unacceptable animal. And then they had to purchase a new one. They had to purchase one of the Pharisees' animals provided at a very expensive rate. And then there were the people who didn't bring their own animals that got rooked because when they arrived, they had to pay these high prices. Needless to say, this angered Jesus quite a bit and was what caused him to flip over tables and drive them out with whips. But in this story, he's talking about an easy and light yoke. So what does that mean? Jesus Jesus himself comes as that sacrificial animal once and for all, as the sacrifice on behalf of us and all of humanity. 
defying again the Pharisee system, saying this is the way of ease and light. Because he took the entirety of the 600 plus Mosaic laws and all the extras of the religious professionals added in and summed them up into two commandments. Do you remember what those are? Neighbor as yourself, right? Love God, love your neighbor as yourself, as we hear in Matthew 22:40. It's on these two commandments that the whole law and prophets depend. So the burden is no longer to maintain these 600 laws, thank God, and all the extras, but to love God first and foremost with all our heart, our souls, and our mind to love our neighbor as ourself, do these and fulfill all the others. Sometimes, I don't know about you, but I can make things harder than they need to be. Following Jesus is simple. It's about love. Think of the difference in focus of whether you're keeping the law and whether you're doing all these things just right, trying to work it out yourself, where is your focus but on yourself? But if your focus is on loving God, it's on God. And as we focus loving God, we receive God's love, and it's this flow of love coming and going. It's where grace resides. So if you find yourself over-focused on yourself and what all you're doing wrong, give it to God. Let go and let God. And look back to him, the author and finisher of our love, and be love in the world. My encouragement to each of you and myself is that we not overcomplicate this walk with the Lord, but that we seek to love God and love people. Live by Christ's spirit that lives inside you every day. Follow that still small voice, for his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And the payment has been made. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us stand and declare our faith in the words of the night.